In the NBA for suspending Draymond Green. What did we tell you about know, trying to imitate said, Stephen A. We, Smith? I, we, we made an agreement on this show. Myself, Stone, Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Never again on this show. <laughs> right. Should anyone white try to do an impression of Stephen A. So for that... I sincerely apologize, and I take ownership of my mistake. Let's suspend that guy. I'm sorry. We'll see you Thursday, or Friday, here on Ken Levick Alive. Um, but Stephen A. expressing his disappointment that the NBA suspended Draymond Green because it's the playoffs. Stomping on sternum should be allowed because that is the type of intensity you expect. Now, for me, yeah, Draymond should have absolutely been suspended game three, but, but as Stephen A., Tends to do. He wanted to make sure he flexed on us a little bit, a little subtle flex. And uh, here's here's uh, here, here's what that sounded like this morning on first take. Now, just for the record, I was on the phone with the league office this morning. Mm. Their position is clear. Um, it was the excessiveness of the stomp. All right. So there's that. So so Stephen A. He didn't do what Shannon Sharp and Skip did and just talked about the Draymond suspension. He didn't do what Mike Greenberg did, just talked about the suspension. He took that extra step. Want to know why? Because he's Stephen A. Smith, and he's a successful author, and he's on every show on ESPN. He, because he's Stephen A., called the league office. Wants to make sure, hey, public, I've got that line to the NBA league office. But you know what? So do I. Let's go ahead and uh, let's just go ahead and call the league office here, Stone. I'm going to uh, just go ahead and turn up the phone pod. Just turn up the phone pod. It's fine. I'll dial from here. I can dial from here. Thank you. So, I mean, the number is it's online. You just Google NBA headquarters, NBA corporate office headquarters, and you dial the, the number. So we're going to give it a call because if Stephen A can dial the league office, I can as well. Okay. There we go. I think I forgot the last number there. See, we're doing what Stephen A. did. It's as simple as that. We're asking for Adam Silver, by the way. <laughs> of course. Let's see if he's there. <sighs> this isn't feeling too promising. They're checking the area code. Let's see. Maybe, maybe we can just get his extension. Oh, I thought there was something there. That was weird. So did I. So does the NBA just keep, their phone keeps ringing, nobody picks it up? <laughs> Not even a robot, something automated? I, I almost would have guaranteed that it would have been automated. Maybe Stephen A. called the, the offices of the National Basketball Association. Hmm. Our office hours Leave are 8.30 a.m. to 7 o'clock p.m. Right, Monday through Friday. You have either reached us after hours 
or we are assisting other callers. Oh. Ms. Stephen, if I... you know your party's extension, please dial it now, followed hmm. by the pound sign. Yeah. Uh-oh. If you do not know the extension, but know the last name of your party, dial 1 now. Thank you for calling the NBA. Dial 1? Dial 1. All right, I'm going to do that. There we go. Spell the last and first name, then press pound. For Q, press 7. For Z, press 9. For help, press 0. All right. Let's see. Silver. Do I need to press pound after, or is that good? I think it said say. No matching names. Try a different spelling. Mm-hmm. Try Adam. Adam. <laughs> Try Adam. Okay. M. I thought I spelled silver right. <laughs> it's pretty cut and dry. I'm a decent speller. Four Adams. Charles. Oh. At extension 4451. Press pound. To cancel, press star. So, so cancel and do Adam Silver. Oh, God. You think I should do the... So press star? Yeah. Adams. Charles. Okay. Right. So do Adam Spell Silver. Last and first name, mm-hmm. then oh, press last pound. and first name. Q, well, Adam works. So do Adam Silver. Adam works. Just Adam and then Silver. For help, press zero. Now let's do this. Let's press zero. See if we can get some help here. <laughs> I just wanted to talk to Adam Silver because Stephen A did it. I'm presuming. Again, Stephen A. If if he can if he can call the NBA league office, I can too. He flexed on it on ESPN. I'm on an ESPN branded station. Now, how much you want to bet he didn't have to jump through these hoops? <laughs> you know what? I bet a lot of money on that. Yeah. I just want to tell Adam Silver, good job on the suspension. I come in peace. This is the operator. They must be real busy fielding phone calls here at the league offices in New York. Yeah, a lot of... By the way, Ken Levick alive. We have called the NBA corporate offices. Because Stephen A. Smith did it this morning, uh, according to him. You have reached the offices of the National Basketball Association. We're right back where we started. Our office hours are Hit 1. a.m. Okay. 7 o'clock p.m. 1. Monday. Now type in Adam Spell Silver. Last and first name. Last and first name, it says. I know, but it worked with Adam. Just try Adam Silver. E-R. I know I spelled that right. No matching name. Come on, dude. A different spelling. And I don't want to. F- I, I I don't want to leave a random message for a Charles Adams. I don't know who that is. No I think we names. try a different spelling. All right. Well, at least we can say that we called the league office just like Stephen A. How much you want to bet? He called the league office, and the same thing happened to him. And he just went to ESPN. He's not lying. I was on the phone with the league office. Now, he did say that they told him a stance, but they told Woj a stance as well. So, you know what? I don't even care. We called the league office just like Stephen A. See, it's that simple. Don't be impressed by Stephen A. We did the same thing. You heard it. We were on the phone with the league offices. We didn't talk to a human, but we were on the phone with the league offices. I'm going to start using that. I'm going to talk basketball with my buddies later this week and this weekend, and I'm going to be like, guys, guys, chill out, chill out, chill out. Guys, Wednesday, I called the league office. Yeah, okay? I called the league office, and then I'll go on with my point. Yeah. Right. Because they're not going to question you. <laughs> not at all. They're like, I called the league office. They'll be like, damn, bro. And they'll be like, who'd you talk to? I'll be like, to be honest, but we had to speak to Adam Charles. But, I mean, regardless, we still called the league Charles office. I think it was Charles Adams. Charles Adams. I think it was Charles Adams, actually. Uh, hey, we might as well use this opportunity, if you'd like. Uh, to talk about the Palm Beach Capos. You want to talk about the Capos a little bit? I, mean, I think it's a perfect time to talk about Let's the Palm Beach Capos. And Ken, they're on a bye week this week. Okay, so coast is clear. Okay. And you get back to the drawing board, 
Big, big loss to the South Florida Browns mm. last week. But so, uh, they, good bye week. Good time for a bye week is what they say. Of course it is. We all love a good bye week. But they will be returning April 29th. Okay. Folks, that's 10 days for all of you that are bad at math. This one's at home versus the Bay Area Reapers. Wellington High School is where they call home. That is their home base. Gates are opening at 5.30 on April 29th and kickoff at 6 p.m. Only three games left to see the Palm Beach Capos in action. So come join me during the rest of the ESPN West Palm crew on the 29th. Get your tickets at the gate at Wellington High School, located at 2163 Greenview Shores Boulevard. That's 2163 Greenview Boulevard. That's Wellington High School. Bye week right now, getting back on the board with the Bay Area Reapers. When we come back, kids, sports personalities, airplanes, all nightmares. We dive into it when we return. He's Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levicka. I also called the front office of the NBA today on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Hey, um, I already know what first take is going to be filled with tomorrow. Look at our TV screen here in the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. Tua Tungavailoa addressing the media in Miami Gardens. Dolphins quarterback... And listen to this. This is from David Faronis of the Sun Sentinel on Twitter. Tua said he, quote, considered it for a time when asked about whether he gave retirement any thought after multiple concussions last season, but opted to continue playing at this early stage in his career. That soundbite, yeah, I considered it for a time in regards to retirement, is going to be all over your TV screens tomorrow. All over your TV screens. Tua Mania is back. If you're Tua Tungavailoa, why even open your mouth? Well, I mean, they're asking I appreciate you, the transparency. But just knowing, just knowing what they're going to do with that information, how divisive you are as does, a human being and a player. Does it, well, I hope, why is he divisive as a human being? I don't understand that. Why is he divisive as a human being? I don't necessarily know the answer to that. Doesn't mean that it's not true. Is he, or does it just feel like that because he's so divisive as a player and that's all that we're consumed by in the NFL season? I think it's started with him being a divisive player, but it's turned into us caring about what he does in his well, personal that's because life. We're, that's because people are inherently terrible. Yeah, it was just, sure, doesn't doesn't does, change the fact. Does it change Does it change your mind at all about him bringing up, yeah, I thought about retirement, when I read you the follow-up tweet from David Faronis of the Sun Sentinel in regards to what Tua said in Miami Gardens just moments ago. Tua Tungavailoa said he was told by specialists that he is not at greater risk for future concussions and that he's not at greater risk for CTE, that it comes more from constant repeated blows to the head that are more common for linebackers, running backs, and such. Does that make you feel better about him bringing up the R word, the retirement word, and saying, yeah, I thought about it for a time. Not necessarily, but what David did there is get out ahead of the narrative that we know is coming. Well, Tua did. He's just he's just tweeting what Tua said. Sure, but those Twitter, those keyboard warriors are going to be like, yeah, but you know he's more susceptible now to get more because he got them last year. But there are 
verified. We're, we're not going to focus on that. We're going to focus on him saying, yeah, I thought about retiring. Exactly. Nobody's going to focus on, well, Tua also said the doctors told him that he is not susceptible to more concussions. Uh, that's more for players who will take a shot to the head every play. Linebackers, running backs, things like that, CTE. Um, but we're going we're gonna to ignore that. The retirement quote is what you're going to see on Get Up tomorrow. Sure. On first take tomorrow. Now, what's absurd to me is that... On this show tomorrow. <laughs> you know, what's absurd to me is that ESPN, underneath and included in the headline with Tua Tungavailoa, said Tua Tungavailoa taking jujitsu classes mm-hmm. to help further protect his... Blah, 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 et cetera, Well, you're also going to hear about that because this is the first time he's really addressing it. Right. It, it's been, that has been, like, the, as far as the Dolphins offseason goes, the storyline that has not disappeared into the ether. Everybody's so fascinated about the jujitsu that Tua is, it, like, uh, what they're acting like, I feel like he shouldn't have even, or shouldn't even, that shouldn't have even been brought up. Uh, not at all. Because it's just so pointless to the overall Dolphin story. Like, of course, a guy, if he's told, hey, this might be able to help you uh, fall correctly, not fall on your head, uh, this this is good. And there's actually apparently like a, a guy who teaches this, and he's taught it at colleges and taught it to other NFL players. This is actually more common than you think. Uh, hey, Here's how you can fall to avoid hitting your head on the turf. We saw with Kevin Love in the play-in game against the Bulls, he hit his head falling backwards. It's easy to fall like that and hit your head. It's not just Tua. And so this, though, because it's Tua, and we haven't really heard anything like that before. Oh, learning jujitsu. I think people keep that storyline alive because they want to make fun of it, right? And that goes into ESPN knows how to play the hits, so part of their cry-on is going to be Tua, learn jujitsu to learn how to fall and people be like <laughs> that's stupid what a dummy yes yeah, Tua sucks to do it sucks anything to throw that one out there speaking of jujitsu i did get into a bit of a tussle with our very own dean thomas yesterday. Oh, yeah, i saw that it didn't go well for it you did, it didn't go well but i did receive a text a very encouraging text later that night from dean thomas our very own and he said i like your style i want to teach you jujitsu felt very good about that that's pretty good and I said, actually, you're going to have to lay off the pierogies at 1230 at night, eating them off your stomach while watching TV. <laughs> you know, you know, that is something that crossed my mind. And it's something that I'm going to have to choose from. I have to make that decision. Dude, that would be awesome. Is it pierogies or is it jujitsu in my <laughs> cardio? You know, I, I haven't made that decision yet. Pierogies or jujitsu. Mm-hmm. That's pretty Pierogies good. or my, my better health. That's, you know what? I would say better health, but I do respect the hell out of you having 1 a.m. meals every night. Mm-hmm. Every night. That's a pretty baller move on uh, on, on, on your part. Uh, it would be a baller move on your part if you were sitting there with nose problems, ear problems, throat issues, and you actually did something about it. So many of you just sit there and say, oh, I'm congested. Just how it is. Or, ah, I've got this 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 tinny sound in my ear. Oh, well, that's just getting older. Or, ah, oh, my throat's scratchy. I can't fight this. I don't know why I continue to have these throat problems. But, ah, that's just how it goes. Don't live like that. Dr. Goldhaber's here for you. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, ENT extraordinaire based out of Boynton Beach. There are so many success stories with him. And here's the point that I'm trying to make. Sometimes you just have terrible allergies and... That's your body, and uh, you're susceptible to illness, whatever. But a lot of times, a lot of times, read anything about it. A lot of times, some of the issues with your ears, your nose, your throat, they're structural problems that can be fixed. They can actually be adjusted, and all of a sudden, you have a new lease on a comfortable life. That's a real thing. Dr. Goldhaber backs me up with it. Dr. Neil Goldhaber 
Been doing it for decades based out of Boynton Beach. Get your consultation with them. Goldhabersinus.com. Try, try. There's no, there's no shame in at least going and saying, hey, Dr. Goldhaber, I've got these issues. Is there something wrong where maybe I could get this fixed up? That's what he's there for. That's what he loves to do. That's his specialty. Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Again, that dude is a maestro. Goldhabersinus.com. Goldhabersinus.com. Get that consultation and live comfortably. Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Goldhabersinus.com. There's been something, and this is on the fringe of sports. It's been something that's been bothering me the last couple of days in regards to something that I actually have a lot of experience with, and that is um, flying with kids. Now, I feel very fortunate. See, and this is, it's that type of reaction that has me feeling feeling triggered. Um, I and my wife especially, we've flown fairly often with my now six-year-old and five-year-old. We flew them to Germany and back as a three-year-old and a two-year-old. In hindsight, was it a great idea? Probably not. Did we pull it off? Sure. Was it stressful? Yes. Did we do our damnedest to try and make sure that we weren't ruining the flying experience for others? Yeah. We tried real hard. I want to start with Anthony Bass. He's a reliever for the Blue Jays. He tweeted back on Sunday, Sunday evening, a photo of his two girls, and they are five and two. They're sitting in a row with two airline seats. They've both got tablets. They've got their headsets on. And and Anthony Bass tweeted the following over this picture. The flight attendant at United Airlines just made my 22-week pregnant wife traveling with a five-year-old and a two-year-old get on her hands and knees to pick up the popcorn mess by my youngest daughter. Are you kidding me? And so Stone had actually tweeted that at me. I had not seen it until Monday afternoon. Stone tweeted it at me and asked, what do you think of this? And my initial thought was, like, your kid made a mess. In my parenting world, in my wife's parenting world, we try to we try to at least rein in the mess for our kids so that it doesn't start impeding on others. And in this photo, you can see the popcorn laying around the two-year-old seat, um, and it's it's prominent. It was a pretty significant popcorn spill. Oh yeah. Um, but he got he got lit up in the replies. Still being lit up. So uh, saying, oh, so you don't think you should pick up after your kid? Oh, you're going to allow your kid to make a mess and it's uh, the responsibility of the flight attendant and the cleaning crew to do that? How dare you? What a terrible person you are. And so from that standpoint, like one, it's weird to go to social media with that. Psycho That's move. such like a look at me like, oh, privilege. Let's gang up against the airline. Like if you were wronged, what do you think is going to happen? You're going to expose it on social media and United's going to sell you a quarter of the airline as a reparation. Like what are you doing there? Like that's just a pure social media look at me move. And you're exposing your kids to all sorts of abuse as well, which I thought was a really poor decision. On his part. But I'm also trying to put myself in the shoes of a 22-week pregnant woman. Now, I can never and will never be able to fully feel what it's like to be 22 weeks pregnant. Judging by the two pregnancies my wife had. And again, for me, I was two for two. Getting the baby up in there. God, 
I am efficient as hell. I mean, 100% efficient. I mean, flexing. But she didn't feel great at 22 weeks. You're starting to show. You're, you're getting bigger at 22 weeks, okay? And so I, and by the way, how long is a pregnancy, Stone? How, how many weeks is a pregnancy? How many weeks is a pregnancy? Uh, I don't know the weeks, but I know it's nine months. Okay, thank Well, that's, that's a good start. It's like 40 weeks. 40, 41, 42, 42, you're starting to get like, that's a little late. Um, but you're starting to feel it at that point. Now, for me, I would have probably tried to pick up the popcorn. But also, I would have been probably a little bit surprised to hear the flight attendant tell me. And this is according to the wife of Anthony Bass, her sister on social media, Jesse Decker, who's a model. Okay? So she's got a social media following. <clears throat> Privilege. She also, she also posted her own thing. I would be surprised, I would be surprised if a flight attendant asked me, hey, could you clean up the popcorn on the floor dropped by your kids? The captain says that every piece needs to be picked up. That's the account that the sister of the wife on this plane gave on social media. I don't know if I'm 100% buying that. I don't know if I'm 100 One, why would the captain care? Would the captain have even seen the popcorn on the floor? Like, that's weird. That, to me, is weird, and it seems like a bit of an embellishment. It goes along the lines of how weird it is to post this on social media. That said, in a vacuum, if I am a parent, and I've got two girls, five and two, and the two-year-old spills some popcorn on the floor, and a flight attendant walks up and says, hey, I need you to pick up that popcorn, I would probably say, okay, but I would be surprised at that type of request. Is that reasonable? It is reasonable, but what I think we're getting... It's a, popcorn. Well, we're, right, right. Just, just, just pick it up, no matter what the situation is. But what, what I am venturing off to think is that Anthony Bass's wife, his sister, what they neglected to put into the story, was the manner in which the wife acted as far as See, when being told. See, that's the one thing that I feel like has been missing. Like, I feel like... The only thing I can think of is that the flight attendant even goes to that spot after an unsavory exchange Correct. with the wife. That's where I'm at. Because me, as a parent, uh, coming back from Chicago, I went to Chicago, saw my parents several weeks ago. My youngest was sick on the plane. She got sick on the plane. Um, not from air sickness, but like she just ate something that didn't agree with her. And it was rough. And the flight attendants didn't help her. Nobody helped her. But she obviously tried to clean up as best she could what what came out of my daughter's body, right? Um, if my daughters make a mess, leave bottles, do things like that, I, the, even me, like even FAU basketball players flying commercial, I'll pick up those bottles and try and lessen the cleaning load, especially on a quick turnaround for a flight with flight attendants and with the cleaning crew. But again, with popcorn on the floor, like I get the annoyance of the flight attendant and it's probably flight three of the day and now you're on a quick turnaround and you got to clean things up before the next people at the gate get on the plane. Like I understand that. And a parent has a responsibility, whether it's a restaurant, whether it's a plane, whether it is at a park, to contain the mess and or really help to organize the mess that their kids make. But again, popcorn on the floor, is it that big a deal? And that's what I'm struggling with as someone who flies with kids. Now, I'm uh, struggling with that. Now, I'm, I'm struggling with it as well as somebody with no kids. But, but, I, I would, but we I, can say, and you can say, I heard you say privilege, privilege. And maybe it is a little bit of privilege. And, and, and I'm sure there are some people, I paid good money for this ticket. You clean up my mess. You work for the airline. But I don't think that's what's happening 
here. It seems like this is a case of someone at United having a bad day and the wife maybe coming off flippant and not a good exchange between the two because I I just I can't believe that that request would be made unless there's more to the story. Because, again, I would clean up after my kids. I would clean up that popcorn. But, again, I'd be surprised at the request unless it was a whole mound of popcorn and an entire bag is on the floor. I'd be surprised by the request from the flight attendant. Now, I'm going to be honest. I hate that you're leaning towards being on the mother's side. And I don't necessarily think you are, but in the sense I'm of— I'm looking at it from a parent, a, a, a daily occurrence that I live in. So if the flight attendant says, oh, whose popcorn is this? And she says, oh, that is uh, hers. And she's <laughs> on her tablet. Oh, who's who's going to get that? And she's like, what if, you know, it's the eye contact. It's the body language. Like, you expect me to get okay. that? Like, okay, but, like, but isn't Stone, that your guys' job? It's over from that, there. If she did that, then I'd be 100% on board. Again, I'm looking at this in a There's vacuum. a higher percentage of her saying something out of line to the flight attendant and the flight attendant walking up, and which is not standard procedure to be like, you're going to pick your kid's popcorn up? That, that doesn't happen. What I'm going to tell you, too, is that there's going to come a day when you have a kid, okay? And God help us when that happens. Ooh, I want, a, ba- you, I want a basketball team. You're going to have, oh God, you're going to have a child and you're going to realize that children, even up to the age of five, spill and drop everything. No one, no kid is safe. So it's more than just you or a kid on the tablet, whatever you were doing there with the sound effects. <laughs> it's not just that. It's that kids drop everything, okay? They're clumsy. They're klutzy. They're not fully developed. They drop. It didn't matter what the food would be that two-year-old is eating on the plane, and she has every right to be able to have a snack on the plane because she's two, and they eat snacks every five <laughs> minutes. Two-year-olds are very similar to you, by the way, from that standpoint. Two-year-olds in stone. Who snacks more? 888-760-3776. But they drop everything. But as a parent who flies with children fairly often, I don't love the request from the flight attendant, hey, you need to pick up the popcorn, when there's certainly an alternative to picking up popcorn. Again, if it was, if it was something that was obstructing the walkway, that's different. If it was blocks, if it was toys, that's different. But popcorn in a vacuum. And again, if there was not an unsavory reaction from the mom, from the wife of Anthony Bass, Blue Jays reliever on this plane, then I'd say that's not a great look on United. But then there's also a video that's gone viral about a flight that was sitting on the tarmac for 45 minutes waiting to take off. And that's the worst situation to be in as a parent with a baby. This is a baby. You're sitting on the tarmac for 45 minutes. This is all over social media right now. You can Google it, guy yells at baby, and it'll be the first thing that pops up, okay? An expletive-laden tirade from a man on a flight who's been sitting on the tarmac for 45 minutes, a baby who is crying uncontrollably, and I've been there, I've been there, but this man, expletive-laden tirade, not only to the parents, but to the baby, I want you to listen to this. With a baby in a... Okay. I, I, it's all good. We'll have. I'm sorry, y'all. 
I'm sorry. I'm tricked. So I want to say this, and I'm going to be as clear as I possibly can be. If you have ever created an expletive-laden confrontation or thought about doing that because a baby on your flight is crying whether it's five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, an hour, two hours, if you ever have thought that that what you just heard is the proper reaction to a crying baby on a flight, or you think that that's an avenue to go with, you are a low-life scumbag pile of garbage human being. As a parent who has flown with babies, who has cared for babies, as an actual, forget the babies for a moment, having babies, Impregnating my wife twice in two tries. Again, what a flex. As a human being, that's dismal that behavior. Dismal, embarrassing, no-fly list behavior. And this is what bothers me. And I hear Dean Thomas talk about it all the time on the home team. You shouldn't, kids shouldn't be allowed on flights. Babies shouldn't be allowed on flights. Says who? You? Buy some damn earbuds and some headphones and cancel it out. Spend some money, watch some Netflix, download it to your phone or tablet and shut the hell up and let the parents who are suffering with the baby on the flight, babies, you can't just leave babies at home if you're traveling somewhere. And you shouldn't be holed up at home just because you have a baby. You're going to go visit your grandparents. You're going to go visit their grandparents. You're going to go visit family. You're going to go on a vacation. These people have every right to do it. And just because you're not happy with a crying baby, guess what? Babies cry, and they cry for everything, and they cry for anything, and they cry however long it's going to take them to finally feel comfortable. And when they're in a plane and it feels like their head's going to explode because their ears won't pop, shut up. Deal with it and put on some headphones. Dean Stone, I know you feel that way. I know you feel that way. So you shut up as well. You're going to see the grandparents rent a car. No, you're not driving across the country with a baby in the car. You're not making a four-day trip with a baby in the car. Uh Uh-uh. No way. There is modern technology that helps you cancel out the sound of a crying baby. Deal with it. And guess what? Your punk ass was a baby once, too. And you were a pain in the ass as well on a flight. So shut up. That, that, he should never fly again. He should be banned from whatever airline that was. That reaction, dropping an mf on that baby. On a baby. Think about how big a scumbag you have to be. Think was, about that. It was Southwest that, uh, that, that he went through uh, this with. I just stand on the side. Yeah, you know where I stand. So, so you can. You're, you're it's yelling such a at, young person thing to be like, oh, baby, suck, baby. Just wait. <laughs> right, 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 right. Just wait, bro. Just wait. I it, can't wait for you to be on my side. It doesn't. It doesn't change the fact that it okay. can trigger people. Okay. It does not change the fact Working that it with you can triggers me, and I do it every day. Trigger people. It is excruciating stuff. Put on headphones. Put on headsets but it triggers or, people okay uh, anything triggers anybody sure babies a crying bud on a light can a bud light can's triggering people to to, to 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 slam cases of beer in the aisle at a costco think about how dumbass that behavior is to anybody's each, triggered by anything to each 
They're wrong. No, but that that part, the the being mad at a beer company, that actually is dumbass behavior too. No, like I would say it's not dumbass behavior. To each dumbass their own. Behavior. No, to each their own. But their own is dumbass behavior. Because, and they think that it's not dumbass. Well, and they they're think- dumbasses because they can't see how dumbassery they're being. <laughs> I don't necessarily think it's dumb. Okay. I'm going to, oh, the beer that's been paid for by the store, the beer that's already been paid for, I'm going to come in and smash it and crush it. To, to, to be, uh, Stupid ass. So 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 now you're generalizing that they are yokels for yes. the people that are doing the it. The vast majority of the time I bet they're, they're God-fearing yokels. And, yeah. the, and there are a percentage of them that are not, that still don't agree with what's going on. Uh, a tiny sliver, one percentage. That's, yes. That's besides the point. I've done the, the research. No there's, no, that's, there's no research that proves that, per se, of Who's smashing and, and taking out oh, AR-15s smash, and, and, and shooting them? Okay, so so it doesn't change the fact that it triggers people. Me on that plane. So so I put myself. Yes, young. Yes, young. Twenty-four. I put myself on the plane, and I said, "Hmm, would I be mad at the crying baby?" Stone, be honest. No, you wouldn't be. Put your headphones on. Mm-hmm. Stone, would you be mad at that man for mfing the baby? Stone. No, you would not be mad at the man because he is triggered and that is like his choice. Wait, that is wait, how he wait, feels. Wait, wait. So, so that's where I can't. you're okay? Are you advocating for him calling the baby a mother bleeper on the flight? No, I am not. You I'm just ad- did. No, I'm not. I advocated for me not being upset at him doing what he did. I would not be upset um, at him. So you're advocating for it. I mean, I'm not advocating for it. It's not my did. business. Yeah. He's triggered. No, it's not my you, business. If you're saying that, if you're not, if you're saying that, oh, I wouldn't feel bad that he did it. I, I understand what he... No, that's not good enough. That's pure 24-year-old, don't have kids, haven't thought about having kids behavior right there. Wrong. I'm thinking... I I, I live in knowledge. I have the information to understand that I have not had a child yet. Does not change the fact that it is the most excruciating 45 minutes of your entire life and you're allowed to be triggered because it should piss you off because it's annoying. That's where I stand with it. 24 or not. No. It is annoying for everybody on the plane except for the two parents. Live with it. That's a fact. It's no. excruciating. You know what's annoying to me on a plane? More annoying to me on a plane? The people that come through with their bags and are knocking people in the shoulder. Hell yeah. Knocking people in the chest. The people who, as soon as the plane lands, they're standing up and they're trying to rush to the front Brutal. of the plane. That is infinitely because they it's know worse. they know better and they know what they're doing and they're adults and they're doing that adult behavior is so much worse on flights than baby behavior per human i agree that that's embarrassing low life scumbag behavior it just is when it comes to babies on flights where do you stand should babies be allowed to fly do you say hey softies suck it up babies cry where do you stand, babies on flights? Stone and Dean Thomas of the home team both would say, hey, I'm good with babies not flying, not flying at all. Me, I think that is just a disgusting, horrible stance. Where are you on babies on commercial flights? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at KLV1063. Where are you at? What stance do you take when it comes to babies being allowed on commercial flights? He's Stone LeBanowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. Oh, I'm mad at the beer. I'm going to smash the beer. I'm mad at the beer. I'm live on ESPN1063. Oh no, there's a man down.
Lower back injury, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Heat Bucks game two tonight, and coming off of their morning shoot-around, Mike Budenholzer, Bucks head coach, says Giannis still doubtful for tonight. You know what I say about that, Stone? I'm waiting. Nonsense. <laughs> There's no way he doesn't play. Giannis, my bold prediction is he's going to play, but the lower back of Giannis Antetokounmpo is the subject of our Baptist Health Orthopedic Injury Emporium. Is joint pain affecting your quality of life? At Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, their team's experienced in traditional joint replacement surgery, as well as new, less invasive treatments with the goal of returning you to what you love as quickly as possible. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today baptist health orthopedic care has offices conveniently located in palm beach county through the florida keys learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho you know what's even more infuriating than a screaming baby and again that video we played of the guy expletive laden tirade at a baby on a plane like again you can't be a bigger scumbag than that guy but you know what's even more disgusting is the people that do number two on planes. Uh, they're brutal. That is recycled air. You're going to go take a dump and then make everybody hear that? That's worse than any baby I've ever met. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.